He's alive. Does He live in you? I got two nods and one maybe. Because if He doesn't live in you, then you got problems. You understand that? You don't want to step into tomorrow or midnight tonight until the new year without having Christ reigning in your life. Amen? Because the devil's going to eat you up. He's going to spit you out. You're not going to be the same. You're going to be invisible, worried. You're going to be pulling your hair out. I tell you what, it's going to be terrible. Let's not, folks. If He reigns in our nation, He reigns in your household, if He's alive in you, you have nothing to worry about. Amen? Think of that. Think of who you are. Come on, church. Wake up a little bit here. I want to enter a new year with a fire of God in your heart. Like, man, there's nothing coming against me. Nothing can defeat me. We've got to have that in our hearts. We've got to have that. He already won at the cross. You know that? Already won it. We've got to get that in our spirit. Say, yes! Yes! Ah! Victory is mine, says the Lord. Amen? Folks, that has to be inside of us. Yeah, we want that inside of us. Because we're not going to survive without it. You know? God is awesome. He has brought you this far to bring in the 2024 for the greatest year of ever. Think of that. All for His purpose. Amen? Not for my purpose. It was my purpose, my desires. Tomorrow morning I wake up, be a new John Deere tractor out my driveway. <laughs> yeah, and Chuck wasn't looking for his, you know what I'm saying? But I tell you what, God has so much in store for us. So much, oh, oh it's just going to be awesome. You're going to sit back and go, wow, all the heartaches maybe you've been going through and the tears and stuff, you've been crying out, interceding and praying, man, you're going to see them come, come to life. You know, it's all worth it. It's all worth it. I mean, a lot of us we enter today, we, we think about resolutions at times. Can you throw the lights up for me? We, anybody do New Year's resolutions? Yeah, uh, thank you. Uh, you're honest. You know, I, I do. You, you try, do you? Hey, yeah, I'm so bad. I do daily resolutions, you know. Don't we all do that? And in the morning, we just result that, hey, we're going to follow the Lord. And, and we might stumble during the day. Then tomorrow we get, hey, listen, this is a new day. So there's nothing wrong with re- resolutions, you know. Uh, some of us last year, we had a resolution to lose weight. One laugh, no amens, okay? But we, we enter the new year thankful for the food we ate. Amen, guys. We always find something to be thankful about. Some of us here may be finding a boyfriend or a girlfriend. You know, and maybe not found them yet, but thankful for the ones that God weeded out. Amen. Amen. There's a lot of weeding going on, you know, in order to get the right person to, you know. So when something doesn't go the way you want, if you're following the Lord, trust me. He sees your next day and the next day and the next day. Just trust in Him. Or maybe it's healing. Complete healing of a situation hasn't taken place yet. But be thankful for the healing process. You know, it's a route at times that really brings us more comfort and strength to see the hand of God work in our lives. Always something to be thankful for we enter the new year. There's a couple of scriptures the Lord shared with me I want to share with you today. I find them very encouraging. Uh, there's only oh, about 3,407 of them. Uh, we'll start now and break here at 2 o'clock. But, very simple scripture. We've heard it many times. But in James chapter 4, verse 7. 
James chapter 4, verse 7. James says this. He says, Submit therefore to God. Woo. He said, Submit, right? He didn't say just hang out with him. But hey, bro, what are you doing on Sundays? Submit yourself to God now. You're going to resist the devil. And he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Why is that so important? Because I just told you, next year is a great year and a bad year. Things outside of God is going to be terrible. Understand that. I'm just preparing that. I'm not timing it down. God always warns His people before things take place. 2024 is going to be ugly when you look at things going on out in the world. Okay, But Satan will try to drag you down. He's going to try to do whatever he can to mislead you and have you stumble and fall away from the truth of God. And God tells you right up front through Brother James, He said, now, draw near to God. So, oh, Pastor, I've been walking with the Lord for 30 years. Amen. Praise God. Draw closer to God. Seriously? Yeah. He, that's what He tells us. Draw near to God. Resist the devil. Turn your back on what, what the world's trying to do. you got to do that. But draw, it is tough. It, it, it's hard to be alone at times, right? Be a loner. I mean, we all, all have a bunch of friends if we hung out with maybe the wrong people. Amen? He said, man, watch out. I want you to resist the devil. Draw nearer to me. You know what God will do? He'll draw nearer to you. He wants to be number one in your playbook. You know what I'm saying? He, he wants to be the, the, the I, don't, I don't remember any of my quarterback stuff now. He wants to be the wide receiver or whatever that, you, that he passes to all the time. Amen? He wants to be the touchdown. Okay, all right. We got one cheerleader there. Who else we got going on here? But he wants to be the one that you go to just like that. Oh, issue comes up right then. The Word of God comes back to you. Boom, boom. And then do what the Word of God says. Oh, it's going to be victorious for us. And another one I want to share with you here before I get to the main text here today. And this is in Psalms 23. Psalms 23. I know for, for years, and, and it's very recited a lot at funerals and stuff, Psalms 23. But man, this is a verse for us who are still living also. Understand that. I mean, it's so, he tells you about, he doesn't say 2024 in here, but if David was alive today, he would through 2024 in here. He declared that the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He's my shepherd. He takes care of me. He watches over me. I mean, what a good father we have in heaven. Hmm. He makes me lie down in green pastures. I see David right now, the sheep out in the field, and the sheep are lying down. Or cattle, or somebody that cattle. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness. For His namesake. Think of that. Wow, what we do, we do for His namesake. He guides me that way. Oh, He loves me. He cares for me. Amen? But He guides me for His namesake. That way, working through us, each one of us as followers of Christ, He draws people to Him. Draw. Can you imagine the God of all creation using you to draw people to Him? Folks, that's a pretty good job. That's better than working at Burger King drive through And I love going through the drive through at Burger King. They have that one that get your money. You smell a hamburger and french fries. Oh, oh, yeah, amen. But, but think of that. Using us. 
God created everything, amen? Amen. Then we know the devil got cast out of heaven, right? Boom! To the earth. And made the earth ugly. Terrible. God said, I'm going to change things here. So remember, he planted a garden. A garden of Eden. In the middle of ugliness. And he made us. So I'm going to make people in my image, I'm going to give them control of this world. That's how much He loves and cares for you. And He's given us everything we need to succeed what He wants us to do. That's how much He loves you and cares for you. Man, and everything He does, He does it for His namesake, but He does it through you. Oh, oh you're so very kind and, and very helpful. I really appreciate that. Well, thank you. I just do what Jesus wants me to do. You brought glory to Jesus. See? I mean, in a world that's upside down, be right side up. A world that's so darkness, He said, be the light. You know? Let me work through you. Oh, you're going to see amazing things in 2024 as we resist the devil and we draw nearer to the Lord. He says... Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Death is sin, right? Sin is represented by death. So you're walking through this valley, there's sin out in the world, but you're going to walk through it. Because we're called to be representative of Jesus Christ. He says, you're called to walk through it, but David says this, he says, I just lost my page. Even though I walked through the valley of shadow of death, it, I didn't run through the valley of shadow of death. I didn't hide in the valley of shadow of death. I walked through the valley of shadow of death. Do you ever walk somewhere that's kind of scary? Yeah, I've been there before. Yeah, this is. You might kind of walk this way, you know. Well, I gotta get through here. Now, if I was 10 years younger, I'd be running right now, but I can't run anymore, okay? And, and when I'd be running through here, and, and, and you were trying to get me, then, boy, he's scared of me, ain't he? <laughs> Would you not? But here you are, you're all after me. So, I ain't scared of you. Because even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. The Lord is with me. And folks, we are the same way. We walk through 2024. Stronger we leave in 2023. We have nothing to fear. Nothing at all. He even tells us here, later on David mentions, he said, God prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Man, I see it this way. Oh, I'm going to sit down right now. Eating some Kentucky Fried Chicken, mashed potatoes. And there you are. You don't understand this as my enemy. What's wrong with him? We're threatening this. We're going to do this. We're going to take this from him and do that from him. And he's there eating dinner. And God prepared it for me. Why? Because the Lord fights my battles. Amen? Amen. That brings me peace and brings me comfort, brings me strength, brings me joy. Oh, brings me everything. Because I allow him to fight my battles. How can you do that? Because I follow the Lord. How do you do that? Because I study the Scriptures. How do you do that? Because I apply the Scriptures to my life. Amen? Man. And he says, You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. 
Mm. Don't you have oil for a sheep to keep the bugs and stuff out? Amen. The little thing that just bite you, you know. And the Bible says this little foxes that spoil the vine. So anoints my head oil, man, that anoint. And also the oil to me represents the Holy Spirit. Ah, because up here is where you fight your battles, guys. Up here. Now Charlie's a little bit farther on top, but that, right here is where we fight our battles. Nothing, <laughs> brother. But right here, remember that. Everything that you fight starts right here in your mind. And the devil's good at getting in there. Oh, he's really good at getting in there. I'm telling you what, man. You know, I've done a lot of illustrations like that before. What are you looking at me that way for? Let's see how easy the devil gets in my head real quick. Like, oh, that's not I mean, you're not the devil. I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> I know you're right. Boy, I should have stayed in Virginia. I, I don't know. But, but, <laughs> maybe I should have. <laughs> but the thing of it is, is that we got to understand that the devil will try to throw things into our, our thought process, you know, and start twisting it. And he's great at taking scriptures and twisting it. No, he, uh, just enough. And folks, that's why we continue staying in the Word. And this here is the center of our life. And we're reading this. We won't be deceived. Amen? We're going to catch the lies right away when someone tries to lie to us. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Wow. Surely goodness and loving kindness will follow me. That's what we're taking in 2024. That's going to be following us. Why? Because we're following Jesus. Amen? Now, we're not following Jesus. You might look like loving kindness behind us, but it's going to slap you in the face one of these days. You know? Anything that doesn't line up with the Word of God, anything, if I can put it this way, is not approved by the Word of God, is going to slap you. Amen? And I know we think, oh, not this time, but I'm this time up front. It will slap you, it will knock you down. Anything outside the Word of God has come to steal, kill, and destroy you. You know, we got to recognize that. We're going 2024. 20, Man, i got a couple more back here. I'm going to expose you now. You're hiding back here behind the podium. I mean, not at because of, never mind. Man. No, I, I, got you, I have you in my head, girl. We've been married 20 or oh, 47 years. I've got a few things in there. <laughs> and we married, we had 20 years of happy marriage. Been married 47, but 20 years of happy. I beat you to it, girl. Uh, uh, uh. In Isaiah 43 18. In verse 19, he says, Do not call to mind the former things, or ponder things of the past. Behold, I will do something new, now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even make a roadway in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. So folks, as, as we enter 2024, we know he gives a warning up front, it's going to be ugly as the world sees it. And you think, how am I going to make it through? How about i got to do this and that? He says right here that I will even make a roadway in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. God has a way and He's a God of possibilities. And we just got to learn to trust in Him and follow Him and rely on Him. And He'll find a way. Well, Pastor, how are we going to do it? 
I can't tell you I'm not God. I'm just telling you God says that He'll do that. And trust in Him. You know? And and don't put time, God on a time timeline. Uh, he has perfect timing. Okay? Amen? He says, I mean, I mean, I, when I first come to Christ, I put Him on a timeline. It was funny in a way because I told the Lord I was going to go to church for a year. And I wasn't any better in a year. I'm going back to the way I was. And He laughed at me. I mean... Three days later, I was on the altar giving my life to Christ. Okay, uh, I'm glad I didn't say, "Well, I'm going to go to church for five years and make a decision whether I'm going to follow you or not." You know, because he could set back him. Okay, but God's timeline is perfect. So many things in my life that I wanted that I didn't get was the best thing that God could have done for me. Amen. At the process, it's not. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, you know, my son back here, Ryan, I mean, I remember one time, 16 years old, he had his Camaro he wanted to buy off his buddy. Awesome, because I used to have a Camaro, you know. Tell my wife to do it. And then, but he did a smart thing. This Camaro was like $1,800, I think it was. I don't remember exactly, but boy, I wanted more than he did. But the smart thing that we did as a parent, we called the insurance company. Twenty-four hundred dollars a year insure a car for eighteen hundred. <laughs> no, we got a pickup truck. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Yep. And later on, he get as you mature, he was able to get something uh, faster. I guess you can put it that way. He might not be sporty. Thank you. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. But I don't imagine he was probably too happy at the time when Dad said, "Nah." But look how it turned out. And our Father in Heaven, man, if I can do that, and disappoint my children, how much but do it for the right thing, how much more should we trust God? God, I wanted it so bad, but alright, I trust in you. You see tomorrow the next day. And that's what He wants. A blind loyalty to God. Not to me, but to God. And trust in Him. And He says, do not call to mind the former things. So when we enter 2024, don't look back at all the failures you might have had in 2023. Amen? Now, you can take a glance at all the things that God did great in you, but even the good things that happened last year, we can't sit down on it and say, well, yeah, I know, but boy, last year, last year I mowed my grass every, every day. Yeah, but it's over your head today. I know, but last year I mowed my grass... No. It's a new year, new beginnings, new things. Yeah, we can look back and see how God brought us through things. He wants us to do that. But we can't sit down and say, okay, I've done this and this for the Lord. I'm not going to do nothing this year. Is that Him lead us, you know? Maybe last year was uh, your greatest year that God calls you to to serve Him. Maybe you did one thing that he, that's your job and do it. And now it's kind of like, oh, awesome, Lord. And you're just hanging out with Him. Praise God. You guys remember a lady named Esther? Yeah. I know. I heard of her. Remember Esther? She was born, as the Bible says, for a time like this. They're going to annihilate the whole Israel. is going to be wiped out. And she was married to the king. And uh, Mordecai, her uncle, they got together and told her, 
And listen, you gotta go talk to your husband and tell him, you know, they're gonna wipe us out. It's a lot more complicated than that. Read it in the book of Esther, okay? But she knew that she go before the king, he could put her to death because she don't have a special invitation to go see him. And Mordecai said this one, he says, but you need to go. How do you not know that you were not born for a time like this? They fasted for three days before the king and saved the people. I mean, that's her. She's known the day as Esther, born for a time like this. Think of that. That's her greatest fleet that she did. Save the Israel people. I mean, that's pretty cool, ain't it? How about yourself? God works through you the same way. How do you not know that you were not born for the year 2024? How do you know? Because you're going to enter 2024, amen? That's awesome. What you got in store for me, God? Man, what's out there? What's that? It's a secret. Yeah, well, to the degree it is, because if God would tell us a lot of things in advance what we're going to do, we'd be so scared to do it. You know what I'm saying? But He builds you up to it, amen? Hey, here, I mean, here, who would ever, you first get born again, maybe six months in your, you walk with the Lord when the honeymoon's over with. You ever think you're going to stand in front of people and share the gospel? God would say, hey, you're going out there, Charlie, and you're going to be preaching to a thousand people. You'd be scared to death. But as you grow in the Lord, boom, there you are. You know? It's just trusting in Him and having that desire for Him. Him to be number one in your life. Oh, man. I mean, that, that, and that's what you're looking I mean, some of us maybe had family gathering for, for Christmases. You know, some of us can't. But can you imagine going to your family gathering and you walk in and everybody's like this? I mean, wow. I mean, maybe some of it was that way. I, I apologize if it was. But the point I'm getting at is that there's no excitement. That, hey, guys, we made another year. How you doing? You know, and have the, we had some people send us uh, Christmas cards. And believe me, we got friends. <laughs> And they type up letters and describe the whole year. Oh, that's awesome! You know that. That's a, we got one we like so well. We're gonna put our name to it next year and send it out ourselves. But I'll tell you, it's just happiness and excitement coming together. You know, and that's what that's why we be in the Lord. Exciting. What should you do back here? Oh, okay, okay, okay. But really, to be excited in Him. Yeah, things are scary. Yeah, families go through stuff. You know, we gathered this. You know, this year, uh, my family. You know, my brother stepped in the presence of the Lord. You know, different. But man, that hope of seeing Him again. Oh man, we still had a great time. You know, Amen. And that's where we want to say, we're going to go through stuff. We're going to go through it together. We're going to worship God. We're going to praise God. We're going to honor His Word. We're going to glorify Him. Woo! He's going to work through us for His name's sake to shine His light in the darkest place that you thought your light would never shine. People are going to see Christ through your light that you thought had no use for you, no use for Jesus. Your light shining through is going to change lives. It's going to save people from the pits of hell and to the glory of the Lord. All because your decision to follow Jesus. Thank you. He does all this for His namesake. Wow. So don't get stuck back here in 2023. Yeah, 2023 is over here. 2024 is over here. But look what the Lord has promised us. Man. Hey, if you got some, some junk hanging on you, shouldn't be there, boom, cast it down. Share your spirit. Forgive me, Lord. 
Come on, start. Let's get going. And step in the 2024 like a new creation that you truly are through Christ Jesus. And let it change not just your life also, but the lives of those around you. Philippians 3.13 in the, in the Passion Translation. I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do have one compelling focus. I forget all the past I had as I fasten my heart to the future instead. I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. Wow, I don't depend on my own strength. And folks, we can't do that. Amen? The strength of the Lord. And He says, I run straight to the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal. I run straight, man. There's a cross. There's Christ. This is calling on our lives. I'm going to follow Him. And let God be glorified. I know my voice is getting soft. I apologize. Jeremiah 29.11 The future promises that we have. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. He always said, I already got plans for you, Dixie. 2024, and my plans are not to harm you, not to hurt you, but to prosper you and give you a hope and give you a future. That's his plan for each one of us. You think of that. And, and there's, and there's this, this planner right here. You know, my wife already started on the 2024 planner for the church. She got it all filled up, you know, which is awesome. She knows, okay, we're going to do this here, this day, this day, this day. Oh, man, already got plans for us. Praise God. And God has the same with us. He already knows the plans He has for us. And they're good plans. The plans He's wrote, in, you know, working out what days are going to be a Bible study. We already know when Christmas Eve service is next year. You know, next year the Christmas Eve service will be right before Christmas. Well, we got that documented right now. You know what I'm saying? It's just amazing, okay? But He already knows the plans. You might not know His plans, but you got to understand, following Jesus, you know the plans that you, He has for you is going to be good. He's going to bring glory to Him. He's going to bring strength to you. And victory to you, but also for those around you. Think of that. Maybe this is the last year. Maybe 2024 be the year the Master comes and takes His church out of here. Maybe this will be the last year that we have really to be bold in our witness to share the Gospel. Think of that. I think we should live every day that way. Amen? Because you just don't know. You don't know when He's coming for us or when we're going, going to Him. <laughs> But either way, this could be it. Think this thing, the victory. And I, I just, I love it. I hate it, but I love it at the same time. The more and more they expose about this world, I hate it that we allow it to get that way. But I love it that God's exposing the stuff in this world right now. And we still have the opportunity to intercede and help rescue people out of that, that oh, junk that they have out there right now. Mm. In Romans 5, 3 and 5, again, the, the Passion Translation. But it's not all. Even in times of trouble, we have a joyful confidence knowing that our pressures will develop into us patient endurance. A patient endurance will de- refine our character. Improving character leads us back to hope. 
And this hope is not a disappointing fantasy because we can now experience the endless love of God cascading to our hearts through the Holy Spirit who lives in us. So yeah, we go through stuff, we go through some pressures, we have some endurance we need to go through, but it develops us. You know, it's hard for most people anymore to take a roast beef and put it in the oven for three hours. We want the microwave for five minutes. Because we don't have patience anymore. We want it now. And John Hagee tells a story about a microwave. He says, do you find yourself screaming at the microwave waiting for a minute for the water to warm up? Because we want it now, now, now. And folks, again, God is a God of no timeline. But He is a God of all knowledge. And He knows exactly what it takes for us to do what He wants us to do. And patience is one of the biggest things we have to learn. Because God's timing is perfect. You want it today, Gail. You want it right now for this person over here. But this person over here isn't ready yet. So what God has to do is move this person over here out of this person's life to get their ears open and then bring somebody across here to witness to him because they won't listen to you. Okay? And folks, who cares who says the last word to a person that brings them to Jesus? Amen? Through prayer, intercession, prayer. Man, that's, that's a great worrying thing we have to do. A great fight we have going on praying for other people. But just trust in the Lord. And don't, give, don't let the devil wear you down and throw your hat in the ring and say, I'm done. I'm, I'm not. Nah. Because God never gave up on you. He never ever gave up on you. So maybe never give up on Him. And the trials we go through sharing the gospel to people. Hebrews 12, 12, verse 13. Passion translation. So be made strong, even your weakness, by lifting up your tired hands in prayer and worship, and strengthen your weak knees. For as you keep walking forward on God's path, all your stumbling ways will be divinely healed. Mm. So no matter how wore out you are, how tired you are, Continue to lift up your prayers and continue to worship the Lord. Think of that. You want victories? That's where it comes from. You know, Lord, I'm going to worship you. I don't care what takes place. I'm going to worship you, Lord. Because He's worthy to be praised. And that comes from inside, okay? It, 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 it takes you from singing to worshiping. There's a difference. I like singing the good tune, you know what I'm saying? I won't sing, okay? But to go from singing to... What's that, Charlie? You're welcome. But to go from singing to worshiping. I mean, I could sing a song. It be a good Christian song. But yeah, just sing because you like the lyrics too, you know. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of any songs right now. First thing on my mind Michael Rowe, The Boat of the Shore. Hallelujah. Now, riding The Boat of the Shore makes you think of water. Water makes you think of baptizing. Next thing I do, I'm thinking about you baptized Jesse Taylor, Cedar Creek last night. Okay, I mean this is, my, this is how my mind thinks, you know. And then as I think about myself, man, I was baptized. Oh God, I remember the day you baptized me. I praise you, Lord, my land, safe. You took me under that water, you raised me up again. The Holy Spirit fell upon me. Woo! You anointed me, Lord. Thank you. You gave me a new life. You gave me a new purpose. Oh, I praise you, Lord. Hey, you get inside my head now, okay? That's how I function. Think of that. In my house, same way. Oh, good. I'm not all of it. But that's the relation. That's that's giving glory. 
Yeah, I don't know how many times I give my testimony. I've been born again. Yep, 24 years. Oh, Tuesday. 6.35 p.m. Tuesday evening. My 24th anniversary of giving my life to Jesus. And I'm not tired of sharing that. You know, but that's excitement. If you don't have that excitement inside of you, man, it's just let the Lord help you get more of the world out of you. You're carrying too much burden. You're carrying too much weight on you. And let the Lord relieve that from you. Give it to Him. Let that joy come up. Knowing that, boy, as you follow Him, He's got His hand on you. And folks, you cannot control other people. Some of you guys are down and out a lot because of how people are. But you can't control them. We can lift up a prayer, right? We can pray for them. You know, they're happy to come to the Lord the same way that you did on that timeline when He was ready to receive. Amen? Amen. Amen. I forgot where I was at. Was 13? Okay. Okay. Probably you keep walking forward on God's paths. All your stumbling ways will be divinely healed. So, look back. Um, where you fell last year, hey, don't worry about that. Keep following the Lord, and He will He will keep you going, and He will keep you from stumbling. Because when you, you know, Dick Van Dyke show, remember that years ago, come around the corner and then whoop, falls over the footstool. How many times? And then later on, new episodes, he whoop, he goes around it. Anybody, anybody remember that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Okay, but he learned after a while, falling down, boom, boom, boom. Okay, huh? Took a long time. Took a long time. I think season five, I think it was. You know. But the thing was, he finally learned. He got tired of stumbling around it. And God said he's going to do the same thing here. He says, For you keep walking forward on God's path, all your stumbling ways will be divinely healed. And so don't don't get down on it. Just keep going. Keep following the Lord. He says in Joshua 1 9, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Wherever you're going back to where I'm walking in front of everybody, okay? Walking through the valley of the shadow of death. He's going to go with you. I mean, that's awesome. Think of that. Your God is going to be with you. Your God will be watching over you. Your God is there to intervene into your life. He's got His angels assigned to you. Oh, He gives you wisdom. He gives you knowledge. Acts of Him. Think of that. Your God's going to go with you if you want Him to. I do. Amen. I get two more yet. You hanging there with me? All right. Two more pages. I'm not all kept down. I'm trying to find this in here in a second. Oh, just give me one second. James 1, 12, 14. Brother James in chapter 1, verse 12, 14. If your faith remains strong, even while surrounded by life's difficulties, you will continue to experience the untold blessings of God. True happiness comes as you pass the test with faith and receive the victorious crown of life promised to every lover of God. When you're tempted, don't ever say, God is tempting me. For God is incapable of being tempted by evil and He is never the source of temptation. Instead, it is each person's own desires and thoughts that drag them into evil 
and lure them away into darkness. Now, we've heard that said, a lot of people will say that, boy, God was testing me today. Oh, He was. Oh, yeah, yeah. What was it? Well, man, I was, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something now. Mm. I was at this restaurant, I'll tell you, a really fancy restaurant. Well, I was going back here to use the restroom, and a couple in front of it just left. They left a $50 tip on that table. $50, wait, you didn't know that yet. Boy, man, he was tempting me. Boy, I tell you what, but I overcome the temptation. No. Because what that happened right there was, it just showed to you what you had inside of you. Think of that. It wasn't God tempting you, okay? It's something inside of you that, that, oh, that wanted to cause you to sin. Okay? I mean, most of us walk past the table, put the other tip on it. We ain't going to pay no attention to it. That's not ours. Amen? But if you got to think, oh man, you got to watch it. Or anything, anything that calls you to sin, God's not involved with it. Understand? He will not tempt you to do that. What it is, it's, it's I'm not even saying the devil. It's what's still inside your heart. Amen? Now, it's not a bad thing. Because you're going to recognize that, man, that's still inside me, God. You know? You're walking, you're going somewhere, and you see, you're going down the highway, and this happens to all of us, okay? And Chuck Meyer is behind you. Oh, no, not Chuck this time. But going down the highway, and someone blows your door, you know, I can't stand that myself. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a retired cop, and, ah, okay? And you go around the corner, Ah, there they are in a ditch. Oh man, had to happen one night coming to work on a, in a snowstorm. My buddy, I was he was driving his Dodge Dart. Uh, we was in plain clothes, and we're just going like thirty mile an hour from Hickory Flats down the old sixteen. And the guy behind passes us, and, and of course, our dryer broke down. We got our socks hanging outside the window drying off for trying to get to work down the sheriff's office. I mean, look clowny. And this guy passes us on old sixteen. Oh, man, we got upset because we weren't going to speed any faster. We went around the corner. There he was. He slid into a ditch outside of the car. Boy, we felt really great about that. Yeah, I teach you, you know. But in reality, nowadays, my heart should be, oh, man, I should make sure they're all okay. Make sure that my heart is. You know what I'm saying? Amen. I might have rejoiced for a second. But, again, just things like that can show you where your heart at. Uh, when our enemies... Uh, our enemies need to be defeated. Amen? But we should not have to rejoice over the aisle eliminating them. Okay? They have to be eliminated. But we, our hearts should all be, man, I wish we would come to know Christ. And he shows us in our heart. And i got to you know, catch myself every once in a while doing that. When I first got born again, the Bible study is talking about a guy named Dahmer. You guys remember him? And the pastor doing the Bible study at somebody's house. There's about 20 of us there, probably. And uh, of course, again, my background was law enforcement. And he was talking about, we you know, need to pray for Dahmer to come to find the Lord. I saw, man, he needs to burn in hell when he dies. And uh, the pastor never corrected me. Because I have to discover that myself. Amen? And what he did was terrible, ugly. But God still he had a heart for him. God still wants to see that Dahmer fellow to be born again. 
And so it was a couple of years later I really understood, oh man, you're right. Because we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We've all, we've all got something in our life. And God loves us all. And so again, it showed me and it took me two years to recognize uh, where God's heart's at. And He's still changing me today. I, I'm still getting softer all the time. Uh, hard-headed, but softer in my heart. You know, amen. And then the last one is Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. Most of you guys could quote this probably. Uh, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him, and it will make your path straight. And it actually does have a uh, Passion Translation that says, Trust in the Lord completely, and do not rely on your own decision, your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on Him to guide you, and it will lead you in every decision that you make. Yeah, don't rely on your own opinions. Unless our opinion is the same as God's. Amen? And with all your heart, rely on Him to guide you. And He will lead you in every decision you make. And right in here, He's in here guiding us and leading us. Amen? He said, hey, come find me more and more. So this year, as we step into 2024, may we just do it with a more abundance desire to draw closer to God. Uh, to his, that joy that we talked about and the hope and His love. And his peace just resonate in our bodies this year, and that it will be overflowing, overflowing his light and his love for those around us. And continue to pray and seek his word more and say, Lord, soften my heart. One scripture I share with you all the time where he talks about in the end days, one of the signs is that men's hearts will grow cold. And my prayer is, God, don't let my heart grow cold. Don't let my heart grow cold. And I tell you what, because the enemy wants to, he wants to do that. Let just trust in the Lord like you never have before and stay in connection with one another and stay in the Word of God and stay in love. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Well, Father, we do thank You for the gathering today, Lord. We thank You for all You've done for us. I thank You, God, for the future You've given us, Father, here but also forever in heaven, Lord. And we cross over tonight in 2024. We go faithfully. We go strengthened and encouraged, Lord, that this be the year that brings you the most glory, Father, that we can. That lives will be changed this year, Father. Our prayers we know are being answered, God. We know the enemy has been defeated, Father. We thank you for that. Oh, God, may your hand continue to be upon our nation. May your hand be upon the leaders of this country that their hearts be changed to you. And God, those who are the enemy of this country be removed from power, Lord. Brought to justice, but still will their hearts be softened, God, that we cry out to you as our Lord and Savior. We pray for those, Father, who are standing up. Those who worship you, honor you, Father God. Those you have called to, to be in public office, God, we pray for the heads of protection. We pray for safety for them and their families. We pray all our eyes be open more and more to your things and your ways and be able to see who you're calling, Father God, to lead this great nation. God, we just thank you for our children, our children's children's children, Lord. We continue to place the blood of Christ over them and have to protection, God. We seek wisdom, Father God, for those who seek it, Lord. Those who are crying out to you today saying, God, why, why, why? Or what can I do? Or God, are you out there? God, we know we're your hands, your feet, we're your voice. So guide us to those who are crying out, God. 
that we can be part of your solution by sharing your word with them. And Lord, all this to your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.